There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Great perspective from William Gilman. Mm -hmm. It's Ryan Kelly Morning After. Welcome back, friends. Michelob Ultra Studios. My name is Tim McKernan. That's Doug Vaughn. That's Darren Atkins. And in his Horton Watkins Studios is Jackson Burkett. Ken Strode has uh, got a first quarter financials meeting mm -hmm. uh, as we're working on projections for the first quarter of 2024. I wonder if they'll ever hold those at a time when we're not on the air. <laughs> You're trying to lock down Purina long term, yeah. so it's kind of you got to have those meetings. When you're... Purina is what he's working. I didn't know he was selling too. He's CFO and director of sales. Well, uh, he knows people all over the world. <laughs> the uh, uh, the uh, the text line is uh, very active this morning. Three one four eight eight one TMA five EDF group text inbox the entire first hour on Missouri's win and college football. Uh, for those of you who hate that. Uh, Doug, the second hour will uh, open back up to uh, nonsense here. No. And uh, Big Tough sent this text in. Do you know Big Tough, Doug? No, no, I don't. Big Tough. Uh, hey, guys, enough about Mizzou. How did Timmy play against the Warson Woods Wacko on Friday? Oh. He probably set the course record. Thanks. That's from here Big Tough. And then the Warson Woods Wacko. Did you get your uh, gong striker back? No. Well, I got a pin back. The well, the striker did come back. Look oh, at wow. This. Oh, that's a better strike. God, it's nice it's to a have cleaner that. strike. It's back. Uh, Worsen Woods Wacko has sent in, I mean, I think six times text demanding money from Steve and Wildwood. Uh, so here is the situation, Doug, and I don't know how they're going to determine it. No, I don't. So I played with my partner on Friday against the Worsen Woods Wacko and his partner. I'm sure you did. Yeah. At the Worsen Woods Wacko's, uh, what do you call it, track? I don't say track, no course and Stephen Wildwood who's chairman texted me and said he wanted to put X number of dollars on my side oh, did. against the Warson Woods Wacko and his partner mm -hmm. however I don't know how you determine a winner and that's that's between them because I wasn't involved in that wager mm. and here's why why well, we played uh, a NASA, and uh, and for those who don't play uh, or don't gamble when they play, uh, let's say it's a $10 bet on the front nine, and whoever wins uh, the most holes in the front nine, a $10 bet on the back nine, and then a $10 bet on the overall. And was Stephen Wildwood betting that we would win money? If so, then Stephen Wildwood won. Mm-hmm. 
with Stephen Wildwood betting the Warson Woods Wacko that we would win the overall? Well, if that's the case, then the Warson Woods Wacko won. Mm-hmm. But because we had, I believe, four presses on the 18th hole, uh, and we were victorious on the 18th hole, we won money. But the Warson Woods Wacko's pairing, I think, won overall. Didn't win money, lost money, but won the overall NAS two up. So, Doug, you are the judge. Uh, you work with Jay Monahan yeah. and Yasser Al Ramayan uh, in the PIF. Uh, you're ruling. I, I'd say it's a wash. Nobody gets nothing. Wow. Nobody gets nothing. That's what I'd say. Yeah, I don't think presses should count. I mean, they won, I guess, the back nine in the total or the front nine in the total. They won the front nine. I think we pushed the back nine, Ness, and they won the total. Now, I was given the Warson Woods Wacko 18 pops, so I had to give him a stroke on every hole, and I think he gave his partner 13. You call them poppy seeds? I don't. You do. Okay, 14 poppy seeds. My partner was probably getting, did you call them eight poppy seeds? I don't call them that. Eight or nine poppy seeds. But uh, Warson Woods Wacko. And, uh, Doug, let's pull up numbers. No, for heaven's sake. Doug, look at the graph. What course? Yeah. Uh, Algonquin. Okay. Uh, number 16, par 5. And, uh, I mean... No water in front? Uh, no, long par five. Tough to get there in two, and you have to certainly hit it in the right spot off the tee to even have the chance. Can't be blocked out on the right, Doug. No, If you're, if you're in the there. rough, the rough at Algonquin. Mm. Just, just as you've said before, it is so penal. Mm. And uh, Worson Woods Wackos, what does it say on the shot tracer? 74 yards out. In and, four? Uh, in two, and he stuck it. He nearly eagled the hole, and he uh, he birdied it for a net eagle. And all of a sudden, me and my partner are looking at each other like... You were flustered. Where did this come from? Yeah. He's a sandbagger. I don't think so. He still beat Licks. He still beat Mr. Licks? Yeah, he won an 18 handicap. He beat Licks. So we're supposed to have a rematch this Friday. Stephen Wildwood can get whole if he loses the uh, if he loses this bet, however they decide to uh, to settle it. I'll let them handle that. Okay. Because that, that that wasn't established. Going to your home course? Scheduled to. For a rematch? Scheduled to. It's a home at home. Home at home series. Oh. If you want to go out there and okay. watch. I won't. You know. Not doing anything, but I won't go there. All your holes open? <gasps> mm. uh, I'm always. Depends on how much, how much alcohol he's had. No, I mean the course. Oh. Isn't this when they aerate, aerate the greens usually? It is. Most courses? Yes. Not most courses. She played Greenbrier with the Betts family yesterday. Uh, it was nice because I scheduled to play with them at my home course, you know, since they're clients. And then because ours wasn't necessarily optimal as far as Top the situation, yeah. uh, the Betts family was kind enough to take me to their course, even though they're the clients. Oh. So, anyway... Uh, and got to play the horse. So I'm just America's guest, Doug. That's who I am. Well, that's uh, a good thing you, If you're a country club member, I will come and play with you. <laughs> and I yeah. will play in your member So that guest. offer's out there. Yes, that's out there mm-hmm. now. Nice. Well, a lot of them open today. Maybe somebody can get you out there and just uh, 
wide open on Mondays. Hey, wacko, maybe skip out on your $200 dues for a couple months and you won't be so hard up for money. And before you say something dumb like, oh, well, at least I belong to a club, let me remind you that you aren't one of the big three clubs and mm. won't ever be one of the big three. You're a mid. That's from Mr. Licks. Doug, what does that uh, mean? You're I a mid. And he said it in know. caps, too. I just don't know. Well, again, he belongs to a club and you don't. So he can take the family out for a nice dinner and enjoy the clubhouse, and you can't. Oh, I was trying to think if there's any country club in St. Louis that I haven't played yet, at least once in my life. The Log? Yeah, yeah, that'd be one. Bogey? Yeah. Oh, stop. You own that land. Oh, oh, your family owns the Log Cabin Land? Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, I've not played there. But I think everywhere else... Bogey? At least once. No, I'm not. I haven't played Bogey or, or Log Cabin. I think I have. Those log, are secret courses. Log Cabin I haven't played. Every other one I think I've played. I wouldn't be allowed on a lot of them. I've played You'd enough, uh, more than what I thought I would ever play in terms of private courses in my life. Well, worse than what says, they just settled the bet. Uh, uh-huh. He also says Licks just die already, but then he said Stephen Wildwood has rolled the bet to Friday, double or nothing. Ooh. So he lost? Uh, I guess Stephen Wildwood is saying he lost. I would agree with that, but I didn't want to say that because if they won the overall 18, I would say that they won. Yeah, I would say, not money won because you don't know about a bunch of presses. Steve doesn't know about If it would have been presses. said whoever winds up winning money, yeah. I want to be on Tim's side. Yeah, but I think Now, it's the Orson just... Woods Wacko had a putt on 18 that was for a material amount of money. Pissed. He did, but it wasn't like it was like a two-foot, you know, piss the bet miss. It was like probably like an eight, ten-footer. Yeah, I've done that. Done what? Mm-hmm. Missed eight to ten footers oh, to win matches. I'll show you what I imagine. Everybody oh, has who's played. That's Rich coming from the guy who gets his Pro V1 balls just hanging out on Barry Road, waiting for balls to go out of bounds at both the clubs he doesn't belong to. Doug, that's from Hall of Famer Carlos Spicy. Yeah, not a bad way to get some golf balls. Just hang out. So Mr. Wix hangs out on Barry Road, waiting for balls. <laughs> I guess it's possible. There's probably balls that. Bounce on that road every now and then. Probably every day, right? You probably... Well, I used to do it, but you sneak on courses on Mondays. I used to do it at Old Warson. You snuck but, onto Old Warson uh, on a Monday. I'm not really sneaking. I was, you know, just go up Warson Road and just go through the housings, houses and... Walking through the houses? Housing projects. We're not going to ride our bikes up to the clubhouse. How so old I, were you at this point? I don't know, 14, 15. Okay. And then we just uh, go to the lake and we go diving for balls. We you actually up. dove into the water. Yeah. Open your eyes in that dirty uh, lake. Hold on a second. Uh, glove blogger Tom Craven says, here comes the story of fishing for golf balls in the mm. pot at Old Orson. Just yeah, well, gosh, why don't I remember it? <laughs> well, that's what I was talking I mean, about. It, I mean, it's quite obvious at this point someone I mean, is being lied to. Well, it's not a lie. Yeah, we did you have a mask on? Yeah, we'd have Glove a mask. Glove Tom Draven, you your account will be credited. You can't see anyway. <laughs> and would you get, a, would so you get a free muddy. bottle of tequila? That's then? correct. You, you get, get a bottle right? of tequila <laughs> if you predict the story. You know, we, so how did you see the golf ball? Did you just model. feel around on the bottom <laughs> yeah, of the mud? Because in part, in front of this part three, there's water. And uh, it's, it's kind of mud. So you kind of just go into the mud and you just feel and you grab the balls and you just throw them up. Me and my friend uh, Gary Cruz, we would do the diving. In my... Where was Lipsitz? Uh, I didn't know Lipsitz then. Oh. Um, and then my brother would stand up. Guard, you know. watching. No, but he's, we'd throw the balls to him, and then he'd go wash them. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so how many would you get? Oh, there's some Mondays we get about 60 or 70. Really? Yeah, then we'd go back home and we'd take turns picking which ones we wanted. What'd you like, do with the others? Like a draft. Well, you take them all, but, you know, by the time you get to the end balls, you got crow flights and some other crap in there. So. And no one at the course saw you doing that and shooed you away? No. Every once in a while you'd see the maintenance guys cutting grass, but they didn't say anything. They just let us go. Being alone and horny and also quite impressed by the XL veiny monster no, I had in my hands. No, no. Oh, no! <laughs> no, no Don't look no, in the she box. Did not use your mom's d mm. I like uh, that guy. You know, then we go craw. <laughs> then we go to the back uh, where there was a spring. There was like a fountain and a spring. We go crawdad fishing. Huh. Do you ever go noodling? No. I don't want some catfish grabbing my arm. Yeah, I Yeah, that's do an that. interesting way to catch a fish. I wouldn't do that. How do you know that's not a snake that's going to be in there? Mm, clip that off. And catfish can bite, right? It hurt. Oh, they tear your arm up, boy. So why would people want to do that? It's a sport. A lot of Oklahoma. A lot in Oklahoma. I saw one yesterday. A guy pulled a 75-pound catfish out of noodling. Really? Oh, yeah. You can, well, that, it was a girl, actually. A girl did it. Just right out of the out of the bank or just right out of the water? Dude, uh, they're mostly in the bank. There's holes underneath the water in the bank, so you yeah. feel it out with your foot is what you're supposed to do put your foot in the hole, you feel the fish, and then you take a deep breath and stick your arm in there, and then the, you use your arm and the bait the pretty much. The fish bites onto your bite, arm. Yeah, and then you grab it from the inside and then pull it out of the hole. The inside of its guts you're grabbing? Whatever you can grab oh. in there, yeah, I would assume. But they have a pretty good grip on your arm. Are they worried about they snapping turtles? I would. I'd worry about water moccasins, man. Yeah. Like, you're Do dead. They, they wear big, thick gloves, no doubt. Hmm. No gloves? Rarely, if ever. Oh. Yeah. Takes a special kind of Hoosier to pull that, that off. you got to see the people that do it. They are yeah. definitely Hoosiers. I've seen the videos, through. yeah. I guess if you're hungry, you'll do anything. You think these people are just trying to eat? No. no. But I'm sure they eat it. Yeah. But those fishing grounds in Oklahoma are, like, sacred. Like, nobody reveals where they go. Like, these secret Why just Oklahoma? Holes. There used to be a show about noodling. And they would bring camera crews out and watch the guys noodle, but they would not mm. reveal any location. Like, sometimes they couldn't even film some of the areas, the landscape, because it would be... They put a bag over the head of the <laughs> photographers? It's a very uh, secret place. Huh. To take that seriously. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that. Hell. I'm not doing it. Well, let's go to Warson today, Doug. Let's go fishing for golf balls. Well, I, I've got plenty of balls. Ooh. I think they would they would throw us out. It's one thing if you're a 14 or 15 year old kid, they probably more likely look the other way. Say it's no, just most, kids. Most it's a couple super seniors, they'd go, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah. Now most courses nowadays, they hire somebody to go do it like two or three times a year, and then they sell them in the pro shop. Yeah. I was going fishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fishing for 14 year old golf balls. Well, they get waterlogged, I guess. They get ruined if they sit in the water too long? Oh, yeah. We found one one day, and I can't remember when we went and how how long before that the Ryder Cup was at Old Warson. We found a couple of balls in there with Ryder Cup logos on it. 1971, oh. I think. Does that sound right? Yeah, it could be. So we'd have been doing it like we were in 73 or so. Yeah, yeah that was at Old Warson. 1971. 19th Ryder Cup. I wonder how that affects the uh, distance. That you could hit a golf ball. It's been sitting in the water for a while. Oh, quite a bit. 
Yeah, you would think. No, you know? We weren't. We were kids. We didn't care. We weren't like shooting 70s. Yeah. We just wanted free balls. All right. <laughs> well, what kind of ball will you use when you try to hit one 230? Oh, man, that could be a tough battle. I don't that know. could be a battle. I'm going to talk to PG Pro Dan, see what ball has the most topspin on it. Yeah, you need to get yourself kitted out with the top of the line brand new driver, yep. your t Pro V1 X's. Yeah, my driver's fine. That's the reason I got it is because it gets, it takes the uh, backspin off the ball. I was getting 20 to 25 yards roll after carry with this club, so I just got to figure out which ball is going to give me less huh. backspin. Maybe they'll insist you use the balls that they have right there. Mm -hmm. No, I can't insist when I. Hit, hit what I want. I don't know. Used to have these balls you could buy in the store called Robin Hoods. They were like Super Bowls. Well, you're not going to cheat, are you? No. You would cheat. You would <laughs> cheat if you could. <laughs> I'm not cheating. There's nothing on the line. A milkshake and mm. pride. Well, it's not <laughs> pride. If I don't do it, I don't do it. So oh, what? Okay. I'm an old man. With shoulder problems. Well, I but you said you could. Here. You said you could do it, and that's why this bet came about. I said I think I can do it. If I do it. I do it. All right. If I don't. I don't. Are you practicing in any way? No. No. I need to practice. I'm just gonna swing as hard as I can on a few. See where they go. <laughs> okay. They have to go in the fairway. No. I just said I could hit a 230. I didn't say I could hit it straight. Oh, okay. All right, we'll see. Well, good luck to you. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I got to find out if I'm playing or not because uh, I think Cletus thought there was a foursome. Where is this? Well, it's, a, three the, it's at, a threesome, and I'm supposed to play with Cletus, but I think last time he told me, he goes, yeah, it's me, you, Flower, and Gee. And I think that's, and I realized that's a foursome. That's, that's the, you're talking about the par three now. It, yeah. So if I... I'm on there to be four, so I'll just take myself out and maybe I'll just hit celebrity shots from that 40-yard shot. Who would be the celebrity? I'll put it this way. I'll be a a show shot. You get a shot from the show. Oh, okay. A show shot. I'm supposed to caddy, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, no. <laughs> She's going to caddy for you? She hits at 832. Yeah. <laughs> She's definitely not doing that. Oh, she already said she would. Does she know all that's... Uh, in Involved in she being said, a, I'm going to need a cart. I said, well, it's a par three. There's no carts. But some of these holes are like 80 yards long. You don't have to walk very far. And I'm only going to have like four clubs. I'm going to have a 54 degree of pitching wedge and a sandwich and a putter. Well, there's some holes out there. You may not be able to get there with a sandwich. No. Well, then I'll use one of Cletus's clothes. No. Okay. I'm not bringing a bag for this no. thing. I'm gonna give her a caddy bib that's got a couple of pockets in it. She can put bib. her she can put her balls in there and tees in there and just carry four clubs. I remember we talked about this and Iggy brought up, oh, you don't need a bag, you just need your putter, your seven, your eight, your nine, your pitching. <laughs> it's almost easier to bring a, a small bag. <laughs> yeah, you named off like six clubs you may need. Yeah, then you won't need the bib. I just said four. I'm bringing a fifty-four, a sand wedge, and a pitching wedge. I don't think you're gonna get this on the holes. Well, then I'll borrow Cletus's. What if he did done iron. the same thing? Oh. He'll bring his bag. Each player must have his own clubs. I think you could play every hole with a nine iron, depending on, you know, just. Probably could. No, I think the longest hole out there is 128, and then I'd probably hit a nine iron. So. I don't know that you're going to get there with a nine. 
You do you. Oof, boy. Does it matter? No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Does it matter? Mm-mm. I may hit three shots to be done for the day. Why? Yeah, the shoulder Injuries? Tendonitis accident. Well, you're not gonna you're not gonna beg out of the long drive contest, are no, you? No, I mean even if I swing with one hand and hit it 50 yards, I'll still do it. It's gotten that bad no, where you might swing with one hand. I said I would do it. We've now gotten to the one-armed, <laughs> one-handed golf swing. And we're uh, what three weeks away? Two weeks away? Right. We've we've had a sudden loss of bravado. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I knew I had the. Get ready for this thing. He could get to come and just pre-sawed his arm off before this. All right, we're gonna hit it one-handed. Get some therapy if you must. Lift some weights. Get out of the it, practice. It's not team. that important to me. If I gotta buy you a shake, so be it. I've won enough of these that if I lose one, it's no big deal. Oh. Okay. At least I try. Sure you do. What did I say I would throw the ball at when I threw 51? Did I say I would throw 60? 70, I think. Yeah, that wasn't even close. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't here but for I that. But I tried. Caller Ellen says, heavy sigh. What does that mean? I don't know. You're dumb. He's upset You're, with You don't something. like listening to this talk? Let's go back oh. to Mizzou talk. No, gosh. Let's, let's break down that third and six from the 48. You don't like Mizzou talk now? Burn. Oh. That's no, a, I did. I did. Burn. But, but I don't know what Ellen wants. Why don't you throw out a topic, Elsie? What do you want <laughs> to talk about? Man, you used to, ha you used to have a thing for this gal, and now you've really turned on her. I did, but now she just wants to trash me every time I talk. So. Oh. What about the gold domes for the Tigers? Yeah, I didn't mind them. I don't like them. It's not the Missouri <laughs> helmet. It isn't their helmet. They were yellow, weren't they? They were yellow. They have a gold. It's not gold. Yeah. It's yellow. Yeah, it wasn't even yellow. gold. City I, red. I do have a problem with that. Like urine yellow. Please see earlier text, Colin Ellen says. Well, I don't read the text. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what text. Her, 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 her most recent text was, please see earlier text. Well, her text before that was, heavy sigh. Okay. Her text before that was, did Tim die? <laughs> uh, the, the text before that was, it's nice to sit on the sidelines and complain, isn't it, boys? So I don't know. Uh, who's complaining? <laughs> and who's on the sidelines? I think that text was from Friday, so... So her Friday text still stands for today. Yeah. She must have really had a hot take on Friday. Mm. Boy, we should go back and read it. Right? I'm going right now. What are you upset okay. about, Elsie? Read Thursday's text. Okay, let's go back. Did Tim die? I get that. <laughs> uh, Jackson and Tim, what are your feelings about winning time being canceled? I didn't know that until I woke up this morning, and I am seriously upset about it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, here is the story from The Hollywood Reporter this morning. Winning time is no more. HBO confirmed that it has canceled the series. Uh, after two seasons, the news was a surprise, coming only moments after the network aired the second season finale last night. I didn't realize last night was a season finale. Neither did I. Was that a sh I mean, that was only like s seven or eight episodes, wasn't it? I think six or seven. That was it. I don't know. No. Take I have an episode six. Uh, Co-creator Max Bornstein shared his thoughts about the news on Twitter. Not the ending we had in mind, but nothing but gratitude and love. And director Sally Richardson posted on Instagram, when you give it everything you've got, you can have no regrets. I hope you enjoy the last episode of Winning Time. I am sure I will do many more hours of TV and hopefully many features in my future, but I can say that at this moment in time, I'm most proud of the work we did on this masterful show. In an interview conducted with uh, The Hollywood Reporter in late August, Richardson shared hopes for a third season, given how the finale plays out. 
Obviously, you see how the season ends, so we would love to have, at the very least, even though we can do this for years, one more season so that we can get the Lakers winning against the Celtics. We don't want to end with the Celtics winning. That's awful, she told The Hollywood Reporter. I think people have realized this season that if you just watch the show instead of judging the show without seeing it, it's a great show. It's a well-written show with unbelievable performances, and you don't have to be a basketball fan to enjoy it. I think what Jeff was trying to say is that he hopes that people find this little gem that's out there because it really is a great show, and I'm proud to be a part of it. Uh, I think the writer's strike played a role in this, and uh, then there, there's a limited amount to market since writers are not able to market it. And uh, unfortunately, I was really, I'm really disappointed. I knew Jeff Perlman, who the, whose book the, ba- the show is based on, had been tweeting that if people didn't start watching it, it was in jeopardy of being canceled. I loved the show. I loved the show. I mean, I recognize it's hyperbolic, but God, I really like the show. So I'm super disappointed to answer the texter's question. Mm. Yeah, so the ratings uh, not good. I, I don't know. I mean, it's probably got not. Good probably, reviews. Shut it down. Call like Owen says she's trying to uh, call in Jackson, and nobody's okay. answering. I got it. Well, come uh, on, Jackson. Well, how, okay. Is this on HBO? <laughs> HBO. Yeah. Well, maybe Netflix will pick it up and they can go for a third season. I really liked the first season. I watched one episode of season two and said, I'm out. This is stupid. Season really? What did okay. what happened in the, the I episode? I thought it was just overly exaggerated, and I didn't think the writing was very good. I did just there, there was just some things that were just so stupid. Like, we were supposed to feel sorry for Magic because he hurt his knee, so... They cut to a shot of Magic having sex with a girl, and she just can't continue because he, she hit his cast on his leg, and oh, now Magic is so depressed about that. I said, give me a break. Give me a break on this. And they every time uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is up, hey, Cap, Cap, hey, look, Cap, Cap. Oh, we get it. You called him Cap. We get it. Little things like that bothered me. The portrayal of Jerry West was completely out of bounds and crazy. I don't know. I just thought it was... They didn't have to exaggerate much, and I thought they did. And for but, me, it, it kind of spoiled it. It kind of makes sense to where it ended because you knew they weren't going to get into the HIV thing with That's Magic. how they opened the show. That, that was the returning point. That's how they opened the show. Yeah, but, like, that's all the further... Like, they, they didn't have much of anything after that. I, for, I, my guess is Magic Johnson went in no part of, like, the HIV. And oh, the other players and other cast members talked about how... It wasn't portrayed very well, so that could be a part of it, too, to where, you know, if it's such a ridiculous storyline that not a lot of it, you know, actually happened, then what's the value of the show? I love the show. I watched the, the last episode last night, and I loved it. I just, I, how far could they have gone they without gone hitting Kobe the, and Shaq? Why he, not? It wasn't going that far, and I knew they weren't going to touch the HIV thing. I would have. Well, they did though. That's, 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 that was the opening scene. That's where I thought they were the end. I thought right. That I stuff. thought they would come full circle to that. That's what I thought the right. end would be. Right. Because Showtime is not about Kobe and Shaq. Showtime is about the '80s Lakers, and that mm-hmm. it's kind of like when Boogie Nights goes from the '70s to the '80s. Once they got to the 1990s, it was never the same. I love the show. I'm, really, I'm, I'm hoping, like, somehow it, it continues on somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, Winning Time is too good a show to deserve cancellation. The Larry Bird character is awesome. Screw mm. you, Doug. Go back to Andy mm. Griffith. Doug, that's from the Warson Woods Wacko. <laughs> I, I do like Andy Griffith. Yeah. Like I said, I loved the first season. I, I couldn't wait for every episode to come out. I, I just thought season two, they just overdid it to the point where I thought, eh, boy, this is fiction now. Well, this must be something everybody knows, and I don't. But So Magic was having sex with girls even though he had HIV? 
No, no. no. This, is, uh, this, this is before. This is when he was hurt. Well, yeah. you said at the beginning of the second season, they no. mentioned he had <laughs> HIV, and then he's having sex. The beginning of the show, the first episode. Yeah, the first episode of right. the entire series. Is the press was. conference. Yeah. yeah, right. But, like, honestly. Doug, November 7th, 1991? Is that right? I don't know the dates, Tim. <laughs> I barely just... know the year, Tim. They could just continue on with Adrian Brody doing Pat Riley and just how that goes, and I would watch every second of it. That is, like, world-class acting when you get Adrian Brody doing Pat Riley. And it's just frustrating that now, like, it's it's all done. I, just, I thought it was really well done. I thought there was too much going on, to be honest. They breezed through the... And I mean, maybe that's because they knew they might have trouble getting it renewed, but they, they started to speed it up. I mean, my oh, God. Big time, yeah. Like, the 1983 NBA Finals... Against the Sixers, which I don't remember at all, uh, and I didn't realize they played the Sixers what three out of four years. Mm-hmm. Dr. J was Dr. J on the '83 team. Mm, like, was that Moses Malone? It was certain Moses was by far the best. I would player. think Dr. J would have been. But there. I think Dr. J was still on the team. Was he? It was later, later, sure. later in his career. Uh, that they got swept and they just kind of breezed through the season, but that's fine. It was setting up to get to the first Lakers-Celtics matchup. That's what everything was built up toward. I love the show. I'm, I'm legitimately disappointed. Oftentimes, shows get canceled, and by the time they get canceled, they'd kind of worn out their welcome, so this one sucks. But I think it's in part a byproduct of the writer's strike. Did they get the genie bus posing in Playboy? No, but genie <laughs> bus is a part of it. She's a good part. Great. I like her character. John C. Riley's great as Dr. Yeah. Jerry Bus, man. It was world class. They got incredible actors around the board. Everyone, the guy who played Magic was outstanding. Jason Clark is Jerry West, obviously polarizing, but can't deny it's good acting like i just i just i thought it was a really good show that could have gone a lot I, like and i know that showtime isn't kobe and Shaq, but if the show was as good as it has been early they could just keep going like i don't see why not but yeah no more genie bus just got married to jay moore yeah the comedian yeah that's right yeah i saw that jay moore doing anything anymore Marrying the daughters of billionaires, I guess. Yeah, that's doing <laughs> enough for me. Yeah. Good for him. He kind of resurrected his career when he started co-hosting the uh, Jim Rome show. He was big there for a while. He just kind of disappeared, didn't he? Yeah. He was Bob Sugar, place. 1996, Jerry Maguire. Bob Sugar. Bob Sugar, okay. Yeah, he, was, he seemed like he was all over TV, and I haven't seen him in years now. Why don't we get him on? Well, he's married. <laughs> he doesn't have, doesn't have a mom. Or he, is, he does have a mom now that he's married. So that's how not that kind of mom oh. that you didn't know. <laughs> uh, caller Ellen is on the line. And no, she's not. She's, she hasn't called in. <laughs> Doug is down. Caller Ellen saying she's I calling I in. Who's Why that guy? is she duping us? Oh, because you're not married, so your kids don't have that mom that you're dating. Yeah. You used to have Jay Moore's number. Maybe we can get him. Oh, we will get him on. HBO is also some can, has been historically quick with the trigger sometimes to get rid of shows. What other shows would be an example? Deadwood would be a. Oh, that will resonate with Iggy. Iggy knows. Yeah, they just ran out of money. Right. The show was too expensive to uh, put on, so HBO said hell with it. Yeah, I can't imagine what the acting budget was because you have a bunch of Academy Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, that. Well, yeah, with Deadwood certainly, but I'm talking Winning Time, like the list of actors they had. In the, show is crazy. Sally Field. Sally Field. Uh, John C. Riley, Adrian Brody. I mean, these are big-time actors they usually get for movies. Even though Adrian Brody does TV. He was in Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Can we get this Carl Ellen call over with? That's <laughs> oh, come on. She hasn't called in. 
I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I'm happy to answer. Enough. I love talking to Ellen. She said enough. Sometimes she calls in and scolds us. <laughs> uh, guys, Rome was also another HBO show they canceled too soon. Anybody see Rome? Yeah. Only two seasons. No. Um, great nudity. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> If that's the only thing you judge it on, just watch porn. No. (laughs) But um, there were a lot of things that could have kept going. I mean, it pretty much ended when Cleopatra killed herself after uh, Mark Antony killed himself. (laughs) I didn't even know that. Um, Or he died. But it stopped there. I don't know why. So many great actors. The guy who just died recently, uh, he played Titus Pullo. Titus Pullo. Titus Pullo. Alan Arkin? No, he just he just died, and he's been in some really good movies. Can we have initials, please? I, I don't can't remember his name. If somebody wants to type up Rome cast and whoever played uh, Titus, Ray Stevens, Ray Stevens, he just passed. He's only like fifty two, I think fifty three. Um, but they had some great actors, and it was a great show. But again, probably too much money to put it on, so HBO yeah. pulled the plug. Well, there's a lot of moving parts on a huge production like that. It could be the producer. It had enough, or the director left, or the main star didn't want to do it anymore, or got a better offer somewhere. You never know. Well, W.O. Brown Final told two. me. He told me that... Um, <laughs> Somebody predicted W.O. Brown's story. <laughs> well, he was in Deadwood. He was in Deadwood. He happens, yeah, to, be a, happens to be a friend. Uh, so, yeah, what do you expect? The big tough, do you get paid off? You yeah. get bottle of tequila. Yeah, tough call on your part that I might talk about a friend of mine, since we're talking about a show oh, that he was no, on. Don't. Uh, Can you work at Ottawell Simmons? <laughs> no, I haven't talked to Adi in a while. He celebrated a birthday a couple weeks ago. Oh, did he? Um, but he told me that what really screws, because some of them, you know, weren't billionaires or millionaires. And he said a lot of the, the cast, you know, were living in apartments or whatever and decided to buy a house because they thought they were going another three, two years. They had a five-year deal. So they said, we got two more years of this. So they were buying houses and things like that. This is what show now? Deadwood. Deadwood. And then when they ended after three, some of these people were hurting because how am I going to pay for this? We thought we were going another two years. Oh, okay. Uh, Dogtown Ty wants to talk about it all. Good morning, Dogtown Ty. Okay. Hello, dog. He's the fan page club champion. How are you? Morning, Dogtown Ty. Congratulations on your win. It sounds like a Jim Dandy against Kevin Roth. It it was. I was... um... I was calling to share a few details Sean left out. It was quite apropos of this Shishawali event. Um, I I three-putted on 17 and 18 uh, with birdie putts to extend things. And then on the first playoff hole, we we both went OB off the tee box, and I won it with a bogey to his double bogey. Wow, Doug, that's championship caliber golf out there. (laughs) That's nerves getting to you. Yes, it is. Iggy said that was nerves getting to you. Is that accurate? I, I tell you what, it may have been. It, I, I played perfect golf through about 15 holes, and then he and were you to play three really up with? Well. Were you three up with three to go? Was he was he dormy AF? No, no, no. He was. I was up. I think three after 12, and then he he birdied 12 um, to get it to three, and then he just kept cutting it down. So he started to play really well. He played pretty bad on the front. I I, I don't. He played really well in the back, bad on the front. He doesn't listen to the show, though, so I don't I don't feel bad sharing that. Mm. Doesn't listen to the show, and he's in the finals? Yep. Yeah, you know, why is he on the fan page? Sponsor exemption. Oh, that's he was, right. He was sponsor. a super good guy, though. That's right. Um, did you pick up your trophy? Yeah. yeah. That was nicely. I did. Nice I, spot I got it the other day. Oh, did you? Oh, I didn't know he was a sponsor. Yeah, it, show. It, it quite <laughs> big. I, I didn't know who he played. I don't know who he played. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> now, did you guys chop or not? Chop, chop, cheeky, Doug. Yeah. 
We did. We, we agreed to a chop beforehand. What was the chop? Fifteen to a thousand. Were you uh, were you against the chop? Because you said you no, weren't going to chop. Did he I, really want to chop? No, I, I wasn't going to chop. And then I I looked into his handicap, um, and he was true to his handicap, but he hadn't entered scores for months. So I got a little I got a little um, little nervous. Uh oh, that's a serious um, charge. No. And now, and he was true to it, but it was an educated, uh, you know, gambler's play just to just to take the chop. I didn't want to go home with nothing. If I did, I'd end up losing. So we decided fifteen hundred was a good spot for the winner, and a thousand would have, you know, made up for all the all the money we we mm. paid to play. Now, was this the highlight of your athletic career? Nice question. I would say so, Doug. I, I played at a pretty high level through high school and college and a multitude of sports. So I would say yes, this is probably it. And the trophy's tremendous. It's huge. What other sport could a schlepper like you play? Uh, a little, a little bit of tennis, a little bit of golf. You played college um, golf? No, I played college tennis. Ah. Yeah. So no, not not golf. I picked that up a little bit later. Rich like parents. Most, I feel like athletes athletes do. Yeah. How rich are your parents? Nice question. Oh, quite wealthy. Yeah. We we I grew up at. Um, I grew up at uh, Bell Reeve. Oh, for um, heaven's sakes. There it is, Doug. And then my my parents made too much money, so they kicked us out, and then we went to St. Louis. So mm. it was kind of a transitional period. Okay. Now, and yeah. what does a gentleman like you do for a living, if anything? Just golf. I just play That's in golf tournaments. That's it. Flies drone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Comes out to events and flies his drone. That's right. Yeah. It's a good business model. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Uh, recovering alcoholic wants to know if you wife swapped. I don't know with whom, but uh, that's what the recovering mm-hmm. alcoholic wants to know. With anyone in general, no, no, I didn't. Uh, but I'm a big fan of his, so uh, I appreciate the question. Well, you don't. He doesn't swap. He just pawns her off on random people. That's not swapping. It's swapping it, Jason. You would swap? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, no, I would not swap. I'm, a, I'm, I'm anti-swap. Are you? Okay, I yeah. always thought our fan page club champion winners were historically polyamorous, so this well, is our I first monogamous yeah. winner. This is an upset. What if Margot Robbie and yeah, her husband I, wanted to swap with you? Good question. That's, that's, a, that's a fine question. I'd certainly consult the wife. I would, yeah. Hmm. Nice. Okay. What does yeah. hey, your what wife see in you? <laughs> Come again? What does your wife see in you? Maybe that's why. <laughs> She, she sees the champion is what she sees. Oh, ah, she does. Ah, wow. Ah, she gonna let you, is that a him. drop? I think it's she him. Gonna let you put no, that, it's Jackson. It's oh. Jackson. <laughs> she going to let you put that big-ass trophy in the house? It's right on the mantle. She loves it. Is it's it right, really? right next to the fireplace, right up on top. Mm. Okay. Dogtown Ty, do you feel like you were playing to your handicap? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I shot, I think, probably 78 or 79. Okay. Uh, That's about right, then. Yeah, it was it was right on, and so was he. It was a great match. We he was a super cool guy, and uh, so it was fun. It was, it was a good time. A couple of king slayers there, Doug, with uh, like Dogtown Ty and Kevin Roth. One of them got Chris Heck. One of them got Gee, and uh, then the two of them met. But when were you giving any uh, poppy seeds? No, straight up. Straight up. Boy, that had to be fun for you and your family to watch. <laughs> we didn't pay any attention to it. We really didn't. It was quite the. 
quite the crowd out there, Doug. I was surprised we didn't see the satellite. There, there wasn't a crowd out there. There was nobody out there. <laughs> yeah, who was out there? The Curtis Hall was out there. There was one. There was one. Was there really guy, a guy there? Actually. There was. There was one guy in a golf cart that just kept following us around. No way. Yeah, was, and you did. Yeah, I swear. I swear. <laughs> and you didn't know who it was. I didn't know who it was. Uh, no daddy, way. Uh, that he's is a butt the pirate. Best. Didn't know who he was so either. Creepy, he just followed us around. You know, oh, Dad, you know we are Curtis, lucky you're still alive. You know who Curtis Hall is? I don't. I bet it was Curtis. He seems to show up at all these matches. Does he? <laughs> but not secretly. So are you, are you in makeup and following No, I didn't go. It's a Shishawali event in nature. Are you sure the guy was following your match? Yeah, he wasn't playing golf. He just had a cart, and he was just—he picked us up on, like, 14 and just kept following us and just would stand on the green side and just watch. And then he would, we would finish up, and he'd go to the next green. That for is my, that's my nominee for the Milagro Tequila <laughs> Listener of the Year. That's my nominee. But we don't Nothing know who it was. It. <laughs> well, it could have been following Kevin Roth, who is not a listener. So it could have been, I don't know if he qualifies. I suppose oh. he does. Anybody qualifies. But, but. So did Kevin Roth say, who is this guy? <laughs> no, no, we didn't talk about it. We just let him go. Did he introduce himself? <laughs> it's so strange you had to me. A, you had a stalker there, and you didn't even mention it? <laughs> and he's on the green while you guys are butting? I mean, <laughs> it's like a sleep it's paralysis alarming. demon. <laughs> yeah, he had no clubs. He had no clubs and just a cart, and he was just... Just driving around. Did he get out of the cart and come up to the green and watch? He, he did. Yeah, oh, he would wow. get out and just, he wouldn't be right on the green, but he would kind of stand in the, like, off the periphery in the bushes, and he and he just kind of watched. He was in the bushes. <laughs> well, you got fans out there. Doug, we had a gallery, see? Did he say anything at the end, like congratulations, or, <laughs> yeah. man, this was a great event, or anything? Yeah, he said congratulations, and he shook my hand, and then just left. <laughs> really? Didn't introduce himself or anything. This guy's this guy's the greatest. He's a Milagro to kill list for the year. We don't, we don't know who it is. We don't know debate. How about it was Curtis Hall? Was he kind of heavy set, man? <laughs> no. Why, why do you keep trying he to pin this on Curtis Hall? Because <laughs> Curtis likes to come out and watch these matches. I've seen him out there for a bunch Hall of matches. <laughs> Curtis if a Hall's... gentleman is following your match, don't you say hi? Who are you? That's from Brad and Boca. Sounds like Brad is skeptical of this whole thing. You can you can call Kevin Roth. I, I don't call know Kevin Roth. I don't have his number. I'm bumping Gabe. No, I believe him. I believe him. I just like to know who it is. Well, you got to get him his blogger to kill Lister of the Year prize. For real. Well, Do not introduce yourself. But... And paid for a cart. Uh, William Howard Taft just texted in. William Howard Tuft. Uh, and he says, I can confirm a gentleman watched the last several holes. Oh. Well, you were out there watching too, Was it Sean Barnes? No, I know Sean well. No, it wasn't Sean. It was a, it was a skinny guy. And he was just out there. <laughs> he was just out there. How yeah. would he have known you guys were? I didn't even know you guys were playing. I, I don't know. I didn't talk to him. I don't know. He could have been out there playing and saw they were playing. Do you, um, did you? He did, he How would you know? He was, well, he could have been it's just two guys playing golf. Clothes. But he could have been playing before and got done and, and noticed that you were out there and came back and followed you. But how would he know who Did you guys have are? caddies? Yes, we did. He William did have, Howard like, Tuft. Tennis shoes on. <laughs> huh? The Cletus? No, Cletus. Be I know Cletus. It wasn't Cletus. Someone we got raped if it was Cletus. <laughs> uh, I thought I was moderating the fan page. <laughs> I thought moderating the fan page was a giant waste of time. <laughs> That's from former fan page moderator oh. Neil Ellen. Yeah, he gave it up. <laughs> That's the thing. That's why this this guy who came out there to find yeah. out 
that these two were playing and watch and never talk to him but just stood on the green. Well, he was so skinny. Is it possible he was looking for food scraps? Is my Milagro to kill Lister of the Year? Tim, you should just give him the IP of the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Give it all to over. him. We don't know who it is. the winner. <laughs> we don't know who it is. No, we, we don't know. And now you're going to have a bunch of people saying it was me, but we're not going to know who it was. <laughs> It's a serious charge to say Curtis Hall is a stalker on the same level of the guy who had flowers for Lisa Ann behind a potted plant at a remote. That's from Carlos Spicy. Where do you get that from? <laughs> that dude definitely in prison for murder. Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying that. Curtis is a stalker. I just know a lot of my matches and other matches he comes out and watches because he enjoys watching the golf. There's nothing wrong with it. And he donated the trophy. Maybe he wanted to see who was going to win the trophy he donated. Oh. It's not stalking. He just enjoys coming out and watching. I don't know how you tie that into the guy with the flowers. It was Iggy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get off my couch and watch a match on a Sunday. Uh, congratulations, Dogtown Ty. You probably will be deposed as we try to find out who this gentleman was in the pursuit of finding our Milagro Tequila Listener of the Year. The gentleman who showed up at Gateway National, stood on the green to watch guys putt for five holes, and left. I wish you'd have taken a picture of him. <laughs> Well, hey, do you guys have Gabe coming up, did you say? Yeah, the colonel's going to be yeah. with us coming up in a matter of moments. Hey, well, I'll get off really quick. But one thing, did you guys get the emails from Mizzou Athletics like late night after the win on Saturday asking for money? I don't <laughs> believe I did. It, ask Gabe. Oh, I don't know. You, I wonder if it'll come up. But it was the weirdest email. They're selling, quote, unquote, win T-shirts to commemorate the win. Doug, did you I get your win T-shirt? No. One of the weirdest things. And then they say, if you don't want They've the never beat you anybody. Just, it's you pointed donate. after you the donate money. That reception that they got, they've never beaten a Big 12 team, is what it seemed like. So Isn't that, that pathetic? I want to see the T-shirt. I want to get one. <laughs> I can see you wearing that. Yeah, put it in a shadow box, put it bad. right above the mantle. Oh, Thanks, guys. Oh, there goes that our All right, sorry to bother you. Hey, guys, the skinny guy following in the golf cart was definitely producer Joe. That's from Big Tough. Oh. He missing the show. Wanted to be a part of it I by a know. golf tournament. I don't On know. Sunday, I could not imagine Joe being paid to do that. <laughs> no. Jackson, do you know anything about this gentleman? About the gentleman who was standing out there watching? I, I <laughs> don't. Right. I don't. I would love to meet this person. Who would do? I'd uh, give him a hug and say, good for you. Uh, how much would someone have to pay you to go out and watch that? <laughs> if it was only like, what, so 14? So 14 through 18? Yeah. Okay, I'd do that for... Was Sean out there? We can ask... Uh... Who rented a cart that day? Who wasn't playing? I mean, I'm sure he's not just going to take a cart and go out there. They'd have to. Who knows? Pay for it. But would you do that for a hundred bucks? Sure. You would. Sure. Just what? Yeah. I mean, fan page club championship final. Sure. Huh. I could snap some vid. Don't oh, I could snap, snap some vid. No, like no, no, no. Get some B-roll. That's no better. Entomology. That's a study of insects. All right. Well, we're on the same page now. There's okay. probably a camera. There's probably a camera by the uh, cart barn. So people can't Doug, come let's in get their security footage. Do we care that much? Yeah, this seems a little too in-depth. Just ask Buck security. Swope to figure it out. <laughs> 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 so figure it out. You see their carts come in, and then you see the cart with no golf clubs on it. We'll know who it is. It was Gabe. He was the colonel. Colonel's going to be with us in a matter of moments. Brought okay. to you by James Carlton. <clears throat> I apologize. Uh, do you want to support the EDF group as a sponsor of TMA? Well, it's real simple. Uh, do you have a fire extinguisher where you work? The answer is yes, you certainly do. So... Please email the EDF group at fire at the EDF group.com so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at the EDF group.com. The EDF group is hot 
and will prevent your facility from having hot fires. Experience the EDF Group difference. Learn more at theedfgroup.com. Andrea's Barbecue Sauce, Andrea's Steak Sauce, Andrea's Steakhouse. Oh, how do you do, Andrea's? Your barbecue sauce is so choice. Oh, your steak sauce is so choice. How do you make it so well, Max, I ask? That's what I say. That's how you put it? Yeah. Andrews.com is where you can go to get it. Or Deerberg's or Schnucks. And then, of course, visit the steakhouse and experience the delicious treats at Andrews. It's Andrews on Collinsville Road in O'Fallon, Illinois. Andrews.com is where you can get all the delicious sauces and check out the menu. It's Andrews, a wonderful sponsor of TMA and where I enjoy barbecue constantly. Is caller Ellen on hold? No. no. Oh. What, what was that about? I don't know what that was I'm about. Right, yeah. She Do you have a treat? No. I just kind of said that in a... Slack-jawed manner. I like yeah. that slack-jawed. Slack-jawed. Meaning very casual. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, okay. Tim's just doing it right yeah. there. That's slack-jawed as well. Yeah. Well, maybe tomorrow, Ellen, because we're taking a break, and Gabe will be on until the email, so maybe you can call us in tomorrow with your comment you were going to bring in today. It sounds like you're <laughs> upset with Ellen. Are you upset with her in some no. way? No. Because she spurned your advances? Oh, God. No, I've never... <laughs> Advanced. I've never tried to advance. She's oh, I thought just, you uh, wanted to have lunch with her. Well, it hasn't advanced. No, she's just, uh, just so a... So call her Ellen, love the topic. <laughs> just yeah. a friend. Yeah. Maybe not that anymore, I don't know. Oh, gosh. Uh, uh-oh. Uh, all right, uh, we will have uh, The Colonel, presented by uh, James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Gabe Diarman of PowerMizzou.com joining us next. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Vulture Studios.